what, was like, oh, what was that? He had to make money. He had to make money for something. He had to earn money for something. And so uh, he was he was a male gigolo delivering pizza. I think he was trying to get money for condoms to fuck uh, wives whose uh, husbands were fighting World War Two. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> the parallel of a lot of them. Race- but anyway, so that's about the same era, right? <clears throat> yeah. But okay, yeah, I don't know what happened to Keith. You know, what we got set up is Rudy, and he's supposed to be the Rudy from the original um, Meatballs one. Uh, just got out. Oh, okay. He's in the corner being nerdy and horny, and then like they did this contest to make him look like a fool. Like a sexy girl came up to him. So basically, we just established he's a nerd and he can't get laid. And he's in the first movie. He's he's the little boy in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rudy. Interesting. So that's yeah, the, the only connection. That, he's, the that, uh, he's the one that. He's the one that. Uh. Uh. Uh, Bill Murray's character. Well, he was under yeah. Bill Murray's thinking. He was the nerd kid. Right. And Bill Murray brought him out of his shell. And... Right. Okay, so now he's like, oh, a sexy girl's going to sit next to me, and he's slighted. So it's just another, he's a nerd who'll never get laid set up. As he's so off the, to the credits right. The credits said, and introducing Patrick Dempsey. So this is his first movie. Yes, it is. That's exactly right, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, he's as much like a race car driver as he is an actor, really. In real life? What's yeah. that? He's a race car driver? That's right. Seriously. Really? Uh, it's probably because he gets uh, chased by veterans of World War II, pissed off that he slept with his wife when he was younger. <laughs> I have to go see what movie that is. Yeah, I guess I didn't. That one didn't interest me in my research. I only pulled out Bridget Jones' Baby, Sweet Home Alabama. He was the mayor, right? Outbreak, Scream Three, and Can't Find Me Love. You've brought up, and there were other two other '80s ones, the ones you describe, and I didn't write them. Hey, so do you think in Scream Three he played himself? I don't know. He doesn't say as himself. <laughs> That's funny. So now we have a, something that never pays off. The guy's like, here's a joint, my man. He drives off. Wow, that's cool. What a hippie place. And he has a tree in his trunk. We never see this joint. He never smokes it. It's not the movie fart. It never pays off. He throws it. Is he in uh, Humboldt? No, so this is Canada. Yeah, this is uh, shot in Canada, and it's uh, Ontario. I've got it here. So here it is. Petersboro, Ontario, and Hudson, Quebec. Wow. Scanning the globe. Yeah. And so the, so the premise is he's got a summer job. He's a nerd who's horny and reads pickup books. Right. And his summer job is at a outrageous bar dock, dock bar. Mm-hmm. Dock bar, exactly. Now, the thing is, it's... For bikers. Right, this is the first Meatballs movie that doesn't take place in a summer camp. The summer oh, job. Cool. Some of us are not privileged, Carl. Some of, us can't just, just work. Some of us have to work for the summer. Mm-hmm. 
Like that guy, Seamus McRooftop. Look what happened. Whoa. Whoa. That's why they're always Did fixing the roof. Oh, because yeah. someone in the attic is going to run out. Yeah. Okay, so here's what's up. He just found out the guy who hired him for the summer uh, left. And there's a new owner named Mean Gene. But don't look at his girl. And there's his girl. Oh, right. No, I was looking at it. I was like, hey, runt, you know. Oh, no. Guess what? I just realized. I've seen it. <laughs> Yo, you saw it. Good. Yeah. A lot to see. It's a great it's just, movie. I guess it was all the years, all the years back, plus all the, big, all the fun times in between. Now, he's That's mean to the owner, and he's going to play into the whole plot, as you probably remember. But he's not really known for anything. He he voiced the Beast in the X-Men animated series. That's his other credit. That's it. Right. His line was, here's your coffee, Wolverine. Right. <laughs> Had him listed as craft services. Now, in this movie, he does his job. He's like, hey, I'm a meanie. And then later he softens. You know, he, he plays his role. But right. anyway, what we're setting up here is this is going to suck. This is my boss. They don't recycle. Did you see that? He just bit the glass off and threw it on the ground. They're not woke, Michael. He should have spat <laughs> into the, gar into the uh, recycle bin. The blue bin. That's See, what I could have got in the blue bin. That's that's <laughs> You're not sleeping in this good place. You're out in the crappy shed. Oh. And Rudy just takes it. Yeah. Well, you know, his boss is named Mean Gene. You know, telegraphed up front. Understood. Now, this so far on the six oh, yeah. United States and not in Canada, even though it's so Canadian, all the actors are from Canada. Right. This is supposed to be the United States? Yeah. Are they in Georgia? They don't say where they are. It's sort of like any town, shore place. But a southern any pla uh, shore place. I don't. No, I mean they're speaking standard English. I I don't think it's Southern. Yeah. You know this looks a lot like Marin, right, Paul? Don't you think? Like it looks like Sausalito. Looks a lot like Marin, like back yeah. in the eighties. You think it was like that? They had all these bikini the girls. It looks, and, like, uh, it looks like it looks like a what is it, Lake Erie? <laughs> Look, it's kind of has a Jersey Shore vibe. It also reminds me of um, oh, what is it? One crazy, one crazy summer. With oh, I love one crazy. Right. Yeah, no, Cusack's not. Yeah, he is in that one. You're absolutely right. And uh, it has uh, Bobcat and uh, uh, the late Tom Verlaine <laughs> from Swiss too. Well, this is nice. This wow. is what they show in the trailer. Bobcat you like girls in is so hilarious. In <laughs> one crazy summer? Bobcat. 
Oh, he's jerking off. And one crazy of summer is him and the other guy. Or something. Him and his comedic. Yeah, moment. he did the Tom Villard. Tom Villard. Now look, now we get he's, uh, weird, he's... embarrassed stuff, but we need a key player. All right. Oh, sexual. It is sexual. More sexual with the pump in a moment. Here she is. This is Wendy. She likes Rudy, but Rudy is too blind to see, you know, she's just some nerdy girl. Oh, sorry. That's exactly right. We're being spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Right. So the hero is going to want a sexy girl, but in the end, he'll make the choice for love. Right. Oh, what a waste. Get out of here, run. I'm glad you said that. Oh, right. Why don't you come over my house later if I got nothing better to do? (laughs) She's a wharf rat, right? Is that the term? Yeah. She's happy it's a date. Mm-hmm. It'll, be, it'll be her first time on land. I push around. I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was going to say the, the wharf rat's like, let's go on a date. It'll be the first time I've been on land for a while. <laughs> no, she's a sure. land. She's a, she doesn't live. No, no. <laughs> she's not like for she us. She doesn't live in a boat. Hunter's wharf rat. Oh, <laughs> she's not a child. You can tell that she's going to be like the one that's going to get the makeup later in the in the movie, right? She's going to be a hottie. It won't be. She won't get. No, it it'll be all about him seeing that she's the one. Oh, I was figured that she's like a girl, and so she's going to end up losing the glasses, getting rid of the suspenders, putting on regular. Anyways, and And then he's going to be like, oh my god. <laughs> You're a hot girl. I didn't even realize. Okay, now yeah, she takes the on the television is Sally Kellerman. Kellerman, Sally Kellerman, and she's Roxy DeJour, oh, yeah, the porn so. star. So she's being fucked by the creature from Black Lagoon in bed while on the telephone. Well, it's an alien. Yes. Now look, she attacks. But he'll have none of it. Gross. Why not? Gross. A woman who watches porn in the 80s. Sally Kellerman from MASH getting humped. By, she, <laughs> she's got her legs up. She was really getting humped. I'm sure there was a pillow or something on oh, set, but you know what I mean. What does uh, IMDb trivia says? Was she really being humped in that scene? <laughs> the, I am didn't even notice this film. Nice. Is that the only? Yeah. Is that the only time she's in this film? Film? No, no. She'll be in it throughout. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Really? Yeah. Oh, kicked him out because. Oh wait! Breaking news! Breaking news! Yeah, and the. Oh, so she died today. Dead. Dead. Sally Kellerman. I mean, Roxy. Wow. Gosh, it's Roxy. Roxy porn star. Right. Roxy porn star. 
from a hot lip to hot news. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, MASH was 1970, so this is her, like, as a cheaper commodity. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to think of the big things. She's known for showing up to the Cannes Film Festival every year and getting photographed. Like, she does that annually. I guess not this year because they canceled it, but yeah. uh, she's always a fixture of, of those uh, fashion photos. But other than that, like, I see her here and there. I mean, I know her from this movie for sure. Look at that. The dead porn star approaching those gates of heaven. It's the pearly gates. Yeah, Stand they couldn't really afford pearly. I sound like Mae West, and I can't believe I'm dead kind of stuff. Yeah, right. Why don't you dig me up and see me sometime? Yeah, right. That's my dead Mae West. Mm -hmm. It's such an iconic thing. Oh, with more melon. She doesn't even know she's doing it. it. She's just putting it on. Anytime I want morning wood, I touch the coffin I've been buried in during the morning. She's our Star Trek connection. Okay, how? Original series. She was uh, in the pilot, and then it became a, an episode. She was the ship psychiatrist on the original cast of Star Trek. If they had run with that pilot, she would have been our psychiatrist, you know, That's, Diana. Doesn't the pilot have a – isn't there a different Kirk? Are you talking about the next generation, or are you talking about the original? We're talking about the original, and yes, there was a different Kirk in the pilot. They went with William Shatner right. when they said, that's a good try. Try it again, boys. Yeah, right. The but since they aired, movie, they... Right? The original Glass and Ashley was the, the, the other James C. Kirk. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Christopher Pike was his name. Thank you, Christopher Pike. That was his name. So now we're like, yeah, you gotta call everyone. somebody, Busta, and he does. Sorry, I never knew ye. It's so weird but to see, like, a 1980. That episode. I'm sorry. Go ahead, it's so weird to see what? Oh, that it, oh, it was so uh, weird. Stop bonking each other's heads, guys. <laughs> oh, there's the I'm going to count to three and let him talk. Okay, one. Oh, you did a countdown? All right, hey, let me introduce yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, it's great to have the countdown. This is Sunday afternoon. It's the countdown countdown. Under Brum Under Brum <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's every time. It's a summer camp sex comedy where they have the gates of heaven shaped like a 1930s film studio. It doesn't really like click. And they're, I don't know why they did that. They're acting like porn, you know, like you'll sign me for a contract if I save this kid. You know, he she makes a deal. They're acting like we'll sign you in a four picture deal of porno, you know. <laughs> they're, they're pretending, I guess. Do you know who you're talking to, Buster? I'm Roxy Dejour. Well, listen, I know how it was. I saw Boogie Nights. I know how the 70s porn industry worked. Ask me anything. 
Dirk Diggler. Who's the guy? Oh, yeah, that, that's Dirk right. Dirk Diggler. All right, well, who is the one? All right, what about that movie, Mike, where you're supposed to guess Dirk Diggler? What about that movie, you know, the oh. one? Oh, with Dirk Diggler? Oh, yeah, you got it. Was it was called Johnny Wad, but not Johnny Wad. Ooh, they got a – look at this. Look at the budget spent on a slide. That slide, yeah, shoots and ladders money here. So – they um okay, she's now been delivered. I'm here to get you laid, kid. Wow, so strange. So Carl, you get this movie confused with another film we watched from the eighties yeah. called School Spirit. Right. And in that movie, a young teenage boy gets killed and fortunately for him he becomes back as a ghost in the girls' locker room. Mm -hmm. And there he meets his grandfather or his Randy cut late uncle. Right. Who teaches him how to become? Oh, there you go. So, uh, the, uh, introducing yeah, Patrick Swayze's and he's yeah. his pee pee. Well, he didn't realize the cameras were running. <laughs> yeah. So his his creepy grandfather teaches him how to become uh, human form, so he can fuck ladies in the in the locker room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I, I okay. I remember Roxy. So I was wrong. We hadn't seen it before. Like, right. I thought there was another movie in which an old lady. Did we ever see this one before? Where an old lady seduces a young guy. Well, she has to get her wings because she's dead. To get her wings, yeah, has to get them laid. Ah. Uh, mm. uh, huh. Yeah, we watched the next movie. That's almost the plot start, the plot line for um, World Science, but they, they built the woman. <laughs> uh huh. That's right. <laughs> kind of. This is sounds like a lot of plot lines. This is the first in the series to be rated R, and it's the only one of the wow. sequels with one of the original Meatballs people in it. I mean, this is Rudy, the same one who played by what is his name, Chris. Uh, here it is, Chris Makepeace. <laughs> the character is original, but there's none of the original actors. There's not going to be an appearance. Is no. Bill Murray going to show up in this? Who? No. You know, you know the bus driver who, oh, who played the bus Dirk driver in Meatballs yeah. Two. Dirk Dickler, That's right. Mm -hmm. It was Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman plays the bus driver in, in Meatballs Two. Oh, really? That's cool. No, he won't show up. Oh damn it! What about E.T.? E.T. E. shows up in Meatballs too. He's a different alien, but the joke is that he's like E.T. is a summer camper. <laughs> Look at this guy. He took her bra you off. Asshole. I'm trying to water ski. That's fun hijinks, Michael. I'm offended. They I bet he didn't see him. This is some fun hijinks. Watch. She's going to look at that girl's ass and then, whoa, into the water. Attention. Wow, that's a big party. So this is it. This is Corona porn, watching people party like this. <laughs> you see how it's – it said maximum capacity 30. If you're 30 years old, get out of here. I guess we better leave. <laughs> Now we don't get it looks like fun with the uh, parasail. Mike, Mike, this is all free. Food. 
yeah. coming on the horizon. Bad guys. Oh, no, they're like Mad Max bikers on water. They're like Waterworld uh, bikers. Well, I mean... Are they smokers from water? No, this is really a long... It, it, it's more like... You see that funny joke with the shark? It's yeah. more like their biker gang, but they don't bike. They jet ski or whatever this is. Everybody Uh-oh. out of here. Here comes the bad They guys. are. Get out of here, water bikers. Harley Dolphinsons. <laughs> Harley Dolphinsons. Paul, did you hear that one? Yeah, Harley Dolphinsons. Harley Dolphinsons. That's good. Say that to his face. Yeah, man. Now he's on. He's <laughs> on his game. You say that. You know. I would say nothing to those guys. I'd be like, "What smells like wet leather?" What'd you say? Oh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> he wants to not talk to them. Yeah. Look how it isn't leather. You see how it's rain jacket kind of stuff? That is uh, <laughs> it's leather. leather. <laughs> it's yeah, leather. Water now, this guy you it's, might recognize. It's leather by glass. You, you remember War Games? Yeah. yeah. So he was the one who was like, Mr. Potato Head, remember when I told you you were being oh, he... You're doing it now. Yeah, I totally know him. Yeah, he was mean to Eddie D then. Oh. Oh, okay. It's yeah, a back door. You're right. You're right. <laughs> That's the first yeah. time I learned about back door. He's the one of those. Yeah. Now, he was born in Britain. That's the first. Yeah, that was like, actually a little about back door. Like, I'm definitely not going to tell you. Hey, buddy. I'm going to touch you. Porn star dies. He's like, what? I just saw her as a ghost. But he's not going to say that. She was in my room. Right. That's the- I was naked and she was in my room. We did nothing. <laughs> now, look. To, now we're going to find out that the nerd girl is really tough and she's smart. She's going to one-up this guy so bad. Huh. Hey, your epidermis is showing. What? Where? Pretty clever. That joke makes me crawl in my skin. He's peeing. Oh. That's disrespectful. What? Whoa! You know what? Is that pee water on it? Yeah. Are you going to let her do that to me? You know what's number one in my number one in my bucket list is pee in a bucket. (laughs) <laughs> That's like the first thing I want to do. Well, it's accomplishable. You should get out there in that quarantine and piss in a bucket. I think my neighbors would appreciate it if I walk outside with a bucket, put it on the sidewalk, and pee in a bucket. I mean, <laughs> they know that the top number one thing that I want to do on my bucket list. And then number two is clean That's out my bucket. Uh oh, mean Gene. Yeah. So all this is is unreasonable toughness. Go clean the men's room. I don't want my old lady seeing. Um, There's puke in there, you see. Oh boy. This is hilarious. Yeah, you got all these partners. That should do it. There you go. Sterilized. Yeah, he's got his corona gloves all right. 
Okay, now we uh, see the old schooly. Um, you guys are always shocked. Like, screw you, faggot. I'm not a faggot. You're a faggot. That's what we're going to get here. Nobody can oh, see but him. So he's going to say stuff to get them. So he's talking to Roxy. Right. Oh, yeah. And the guy's like, what are you trying to say to me? Yeah. So now it's going to be quit looking at them. You see? He goes, I'm not staring. <laughs> I'm looking at my phone. <laughs> There's a lady here. He goes, he's the queer. <laughs> Over there. Over queer. <laughs> Did you hear that? I'm, like John yeah. Wayne, he goes, if I'm queer, you're my very godmother. Okay, wow, she, she has super cool facts. Time so that he's going to believe already that she's a ghost. Being a ghost, you get superpowers. They should have named this Heaven Can Laid. Nice. Actually, that doesn't really apply, right? He went into the body of a... Never mind. In heaven we tryst. Oh. I don't know. This is a hashtag game. I'll tweet that. Okay, I'll mute it again. Now what's happened is he finally is going along with her deal. I'll get you laid. That'll get me to heaven. Hashtag oh. getting me in good with God. Bingo. Hashtag. How does he do? Yeah. Okay, now this is a guy who makes bets. He bets that anyone who goes upstairs to try to fuck Mean Gene's girlfriend gets thrown out of the roof, you know, within a certain amount of time or whatever. Uh, and some people make the big bet that he's going to make it and sleep with them. And that's what this guy's going to do? Mm-hmm. He's the bookie. Oh. Go get him, Tiger. What a weirdo. Go sleep with Mean Gene's girl. I'm going to do this! I think Mean Gene and his girl needs to go to therapy. Like couple therapy? Mm-hmm. And say this is an honest relationship. Now look, they're setting up a storefront. Oh, to make bets. That's right. <laughs> Listen, me, Gina, I don't want to say your girlfriend's uh, a tramp, but she's helped me uh, pay for my mortgage. Now, the thing gambling. Is, I, I don't really like this bit. It's kind of not believable. Uh, you know... You're not just going to get some guy to go upstairs and sleep with Mean Gene's girl. Right. And so you wouldn't build all this thing. I think maybe all these guys giving each other herpes. Like, I'm in silence. <laughs> I'm in stock. Like, that's what it seems like. That's a contagion. Like, so the joke's on me. Uh, mean Gene's like, oh, no, that billboard's up again. You're not betting on my wife, are you? <laughs> again? He's good. There's some creep up there. 
unhealthy relationship. Oh, look, the camera cheats by just going up to the top of the exterior. Whoa! Fired mm. out of a cannon. We made them! That that's one a, wins! A, Ripping up their tickets at the races. <laughs> yeah, when they go back to party. That big of a crowd. You know what I mean? Like if it was yeah. one guy they were always doing it with. All right, I'll bet you 20 bucks. I mean, it's much more believable. No, I agree with you. It's, it seems like the set, like they must have spent a lot of money on that wheel. Yeah. Or time building it. Yeah, the director's kids paper mache it. Okay, now we get like, hey, it's a Meatballs movie, so here's some tits. Right. Huh? The same joke they pulled off already, right? But this time it's bigger. So the hilarity continues. You see, it's the shape of a human. Or Mario and Luigi. Or Mario and Luigi. It's so pixelated. Yeah, I was just going to say, it definitely represents the uh, the era in which it was made. 8-bit era. Yeah, it looks like an Atari. Yeah, exactly. 128K of RAM. <laughs> oh, speaking of God, RAM, hey. This movie is just McDreamy staring off and uh, gazing. Okay, now the ghost plays a bad trick. He sticks the guy's hand on this other, not his girlfriend's butt. Get off, creep. What are you doing, Brad? <laughs> and only he knows the ghost is doing it. Well, because he wants to get close to the girlfriend of Jock. Gotcha. So she's playing along. Look, it's a boob grab. Uh, that's a pretty blatant in the mid-afternoon sun uh, boob grab. So that's what the girlfriend thinks. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to sleep with the nerd to get you back. Oh, uh, you could tell that was it. I wonder if that was the product placement. In its land with a Molson, make sure the label is facing forward so I can read it. The label was going the wrong box. way. Oh, hey. Now, if you were oh, no. Paul Brumbaugh or Mike Spiegelman, this would be fine. But if it's you're a virgin... This is weird to you. Well, I would be worried about my wallet falling out of my pocket with my keys, you know, like yeah. the way she pulled it. Or Paul Brumba. If you were Paul Brumba, this would be no problem. But if you're a virgin, this is weird. <laughs> so I'm a virgin, all right? I, I, as like a nurse in orthopedic shoes, I stand corrected. Oh my God! Lost in the woods. So it was too weird for him, so he ran away down river. Right. And now the ghost is like, "Oh, kid, we're gonna have a lot of work to do here." She really talks that way. You're a regular piece of shit. All right, let's hear. See, she goes. The romantic type. You see, she doesn't even know she's doing Mae West. 
Right. Well, she's definitely doing a 1930s starlet, as most 1980s porn stars were, I guess, back in the day. Yes. <laughs> more hilarity with more guys going out the... Oh, see? He got thrown uh, out the window. You know, I've seen that guy on TV. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> I just got it. This is great. <laughs> I've seen on TV. Rick. Uh-oh, the Slantic. <laughs> the Slantic. Now, this is a typical not understanding marijuana joke. He's smoking pot, and he sees the boat rowing itself, and he's like, huh? I'll, with all this concentrate, I can't concentrate. This is That's a James Bond joke, right? The guy's having booze and smoking a cigarette, and then James Bond drives by in a... Uh, motorized can, uh, coffin, and the guy's like, I gotta quit the booze. It's symbolic. Symphony. Well, you're right, Mike. That is what it is. But also, the reason I said it was Paul. It's one of his jokes. Boy, did I miss that setup for one of my own jokes? That's horrible. Yeah, concentrate. Concentrate. Oh, concentrate. Concentrate, yeah. Okay, the now what's happening joke. is... He's out in public interacting with a ghost, and the ghost is like, fuck it, I'm just going to be myself. It makes no sense. Look, he's, uh, she's paying for condoms. Oh, don't you remember that summer where you, uh, your best friend was a ghost who was trying to get you laid? That was a good time. Good times. Best, best summer yet. Oh, wait, what's the song? What's the song? Actually, for me, it was summer camp. Oh, Lover Boy. What was the Lover Boy song in the background? Wasn't the movie Lover Boy with the pizza uh, delivery guy? What was that? Yeah, that's what it was called. Lover Boy. Lover Boy, right. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I swear, I swear he, he played a true life uh, gigolo who fucked the wives of the soldiers who were fighting in the war. Well, and then, American here. And did you notice like the storyline for uh, "Can't Buy Me Love" is a lot like Cyrano de Bergerac? Some of these movies huh. are just taken right out of other stories, and they just kind of update it. Somebody gets an idea, yeah. hey, I want to update something. My favorite in the '80s is "Strange Brew." It's based on Hamlet. That is a great film. Yeah. Oh, I heard you. Just tell me how that was. How that was. You know, I was like, oh, that's flipping weird. You explained that to me before. But you're kind of right. So weird. Elsnor Brewery. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. uh, um, yeah. And she gives the the wife gives the best description to Hamlet. She says, you know, Colonel Sanders is dead, and here we are enjoying his chicken. <laughs> It was the president of the brewery. How some of this stuff happened. The president of the brewery was dead, the the girl's father, and the brother was now married to the mother. It's Hamlet. Right. Do you guys know who Carolyn Rios is? Um, Yeah, she's a comedian. 
and she was on the show Sabrina the it's Teenage Witch. Sabrina, right? She's the blonde. She's the one aunt or whatever the blonde aunt. This is her first right. role ever, one. and it was a debut movie. She was really? in. Yeah, her role is Beach Girl Number Four. Excellent. Okay, I'm watching. Wait, hold on. Did I just miss it? Yeah, I want to see the ghost. A good ghost. I'm just saying in general. She shows up throughout the film. I'll try to. Oh, uh, I'm like, I'm like, what did I miss? I'm like, so she was just going over four. Listen, I believe I need to be in character and party all the time. So when the camera captures me, I'm a, totally a beach girl number four. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay, now the ghost has put a baloney in her pant in his pants. And right. Given well, this look. Now we look at this and think it's not cool with the sweater. But back then, you wouldn't look at a person with a sweater and go, oh, you're, that's so today. You, that's what everyone's doing lately. <laughs> you know, we have blinders on. It's yeah, it's a great sweater. It's pure orange. And you saw her uh, well, that's look. the Well, that's the total preppy look, right? That's the total preppy look back yeah. in those days. Yep. Uh, oh, hey, look, at, he did his dance move from uh, – Oh, look at him. He's doing his total dance moves from uh, Can't Buy Me Love. Yeah. It's, well, but Let's it's also it. Fred Astaire. It's uh, dance. Uh, dance I, uh, singing in the Rain. I could be wrong about that. But, yeah, it's, that was going over the chair like no, that. It's hitting the wall. Right. Hitting the wall and singing in the rain. Mm -hmm. And right. the chair, I don't remember. Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. Of more of a Gene Kelly move, but yeah, you're right. I'm crazy in the brain, just crazy in the brain. <laughs> Thinking in the brain, <laughs> what a glorious feeling! I cool, cool, crazy to say. Wow. But yeah, that's the same couple moves he does in Can't Buy Me Love. So you're right. Maybe that was his little. I guess I never saw that film. In the rain. That film was really well done. I thought it was a good movie. It still stands out today. I saw it a couple years ago. I know the song. I don't think I know the movie. There's a song? Yeah. Called Can't Buy Me Love. Okay, now, Roxy just taught – there's a Beatles song, right? Roxy just taught uh, him that no means yes. Well, she's a porn star. <laughs> Meaning that every and girl – she's way woke. Any girl who's worth anything, when you go up to them, they're going to go, get lost, creep. No means yes. Okay, so here's Wendy oh, is this... again, like, let's have fun, let's hang out. And he's like, reject. Right. Now she's just been exposed oh, that she stuffed her bra, and she's embarrassed. She's going to get part of the salami and beat him up. Right. <laughs> now we're going to get, like, more ghost help to make him look like he's super cool. 
This movie is like Ghost Dad if your dad was a dead porn star. Right. <laughs> How did you do that? Now, the girl from last night, you know, who we ran away from through the river, she's there and she's like, want to yeah. go again, mister? You know, I don't mind a virgin. And she's like, get, he's like, get lost. I'm going for the girl on the bar. <laughs> he's got a really. Yeah, wow, look at that. He's on a roll. Yeah, he oh. just rejected two women in the same walk away. You'll always regret that. Yeah, I don't know. Would, I have, would you have picked her? I would have gone from with Wendy from the start. It would have been no movie. Right. Yeah, the movie would have ended. Okay, let's let's go out on a date. Okay, so she said, get lost, creep. And he goes, okay, I'm sorry. He walks away. And she goes, what did I just tell you? What does that sign say above me? No. No girl wants to be too easy. Of course they're going to reject you. Get back up there, slugger. So weird. And that's how you get a uh, date a girl who's on dancing on the table. Well, no means yes isn't uh, a philosophy of life. It's more like pickups. Like you're in a bar and yeah, I guess so. get lost, creep, and then you say, okay, well, uh. So he just walked back and said, you, madam, dancing on this floor with me right now. And everyone went, woo, you know, so he pulled it off. Right. So now it's like, hey, I thought you wanted to dance. And he goes, I'm done dancing. Let's go, babe. And he walks her out of the place. Guy's got the moves. Yeah. I also talked to Ghost, dead porn star. Uh, ooh, hot and heavy. Successful, but he doesn't know anything. So Sally Kellerman's gonna coach him from the side, blow in her ear, kiss her neck, compliment her. Huh. I should write this down. Yes. He goes to um, she go she goes compliment her and he goes your breath he goes your breath smells really great. Oh, <laughs> weird. So it's like that Coach was the, that was the compliment and she's like what now it's the blow in your ear. Like the Fonz. I would love to. Have, I would love to have a ghost be my wingman. I think I would pick up a lot of women that way. Yeah, you see the way she made the guy like flip as if he fought him. Right. Wow. If he loses Virginia, the movie's over, right? That's right. I hope he loses his virginity. So she, he's getting schooled, right? Now the girl, he starts going for her boobs, and she goes, no. And he goes, no means yes. And she goes, no, smack, right? And then Sally Kellerman's <laughs> like, sometimes no means no. So he has struck wow. out again. 
Now we there. Mean Jeans, and they're talking about Wendy. Why are you mean to her? She likes you. Or, or if that's about to come up. That's what's going on. So we'll get our first knock on the door of Wendy being an actual choice. This is so funny. Like, he works at a place and he talks to a ghost all day. And they're like, well, at least he's not sleeping with me. He's a girl, you know? It could be worse. Right. He goes, hey, we're all going out to the thing. Do you want to come? Want to tag along? Yeah. You don't have to if you don't want to. In fact, who cares? Yeah. Right. It's exactly what you said, Mike. <laughs> I know that routine. And that's when Roxy's like, hey, man, come on. What are you doing? Here's a girl. She likes She's you. Nice. You want a girlfriend. Right. Oh, but he's saying he wants, like, uh, a crazy girl. Yeah, he's, well, he's like, if I settle for some young, you know, like a dumb, you know, he just rejects her. She's just a punk kid. So now an older lady is going to try to sleep with him, you know, like. You know, I'm a mature lady. See, holding her butt. Yeah. Is, well, no, it was good. He's feeling well, well. Michael, isn't she a lech? Oh, awful. Listen, I saw Patrick Dempsey's butt like 15 minutes ago. She has every right. <laughs> You're no fool. Yeah, I can't blame her. Now it's like, hey, Dolly. So you... Want a woman with some experience? <laughs> I'm telling you guys, yeah. if I ever got in trouble for, like, the Me Too stuff, I'd go, fuck you. Look at the era I grew up in. <laughs> look at every yeah, John Hughes good. film. Look at Meatballs 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> and 4. Yeah, four well, yeah, that's, now, that's the argument about these. Yeah. Roxy takes a turn away from the plot. It doesn't make sense to me. She's like, this is who you're settling for? I mean, meanwhile, she wants to get to heaven, so now she's going to drop a right. cigarette machine on them. It doesn't make sense. Well, you know, cigarettes can kill you. <laughs> Isn't that true, Paul? No, that was Mike. Yeah. I, I, cigarettes can kill. So they didn't. She didn't fuck him on the dock. That's so well, uh, rude. Okay. The the machine is about to crush them. So Rudy screams out, "No, no, no!" And then she gets up and she's like, "Hey, kid, I'm not gonna force you." And she walks away. <laughs> oh, it's father figure Gene. Well, Gene is softening now. Does he even wear ski? I guess he does, because he wears those goggles everywhere. <laughs> so he says, I'm going to the something, and he goes, I'll drop you off. And then when they get there, he drops them off, like, not at the shore. He goes, well, this is as far as I'm going. <laughs> so he's got to, he's like, what? He's got to swim. 
Wait a minute. And he also has his goggles, but he's not wearing them when he drives his water, water boat? That's right. And he just gave him a beer. They're having a beer. That's good. That's father-son talk. Right. But, I mean, can you imagine today doing a drunk driving, a drunk boating gag in a movie? Go, 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 go. Right. Burp. Hilarity. He's gonna just drop him off. It's it is just stop. Man, everyone else hates. Look at him. I'm waving my wet fist at you. He ran over my my fruit stand boat. That's right. It's guy who got his fruit stand knocked over. That's right. <laughs> his floating fruit stand. Now he's like, uh oh, I think we got out. We're over at the Meatballs one summer camp. He's like, this is as far as I'm going. <laughs> See, the thing is, when he was being all chummy, and he was like, do you want to lift? <laughs> so he gets in the car. And right. he's like, so here he swum to shore, and she's like, I've been waiting here an hour. <laughs> I asked the Newsies where you were, but there was no Newsies. It's 1986. You're all wet, kid. She's doing Mae West. Look, Marilyn Monroe. Monroe. Look what? at Marilyn Monroe. And I almost saw her Thomas Chong. What a director, huh? Yeah, he's got all the references that kids who watch porno movies in the 80s know. Okay, so this guy is really this director. I guess I should tell you. His name is George Mendelock. Mendelock something, and it's TV. Two episodes of Miami Vice, yeah. Alfred Hitchcock Presents, an episode, Highlander, an episode, Kung Fu, The Legend Continues, 95, four episodes, seven episodes of Highland, The Raven, and there was a TV show, I never heard of this, Total Recall 2070, 2070. Did you ever hear of that? No, no, that's before my time. Uh, okay, so now it's another it like attempt, and it's his first real attempt at being smooth, but not without. These are the brothers of the girl he's, who said no, no. So they're like, you weren't very nice to her last night. Uh-oh, it's getting real. He's pleading for Roxy, and she's not helping. Then she does. Right, because she wants her wing. And she and the girl is impressed. Wow, thanks for your ghost powers. Yep. So he goes, how about you and me take a walk outside, sugar? She goes, all right. So here they are in somebody's VW bug, and she pretty much lets out that she's a virgin. Right? So now, in a uh, weird twist plot, again, Sally Kellerman's like, don't take that poor girl's virginity. She's just like you. She's got a conscience. Meanwhile, she's trying to get her wing. I don't know. She could get double wings if she gets two versions laid in one go, right? Yeah, I would say that would double one. wings. Yeah. But she is his wingman. Or is he her wingman? Because once he gets laid, she gets her wing. 
Oh, right. She's a wing woman. She's a wingless man. She's Clarence, right? That's what she is, Clarence. Clarence, right, from the 1932. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wonderful life. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings, plural. Right. It only gets the wings. Should I listen to the song closer? It seemed like a good deal when I was up there at the pearly gates. So sue me. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, she's great. She acts so well in this movie. So she gives her talking to. And he goes, get out of here. I'm getting laid. So Sally Kellerman gets out of the car and she takes off the parking brake. Splash! Wow, homicidal ghost. So now... I'm not being a homicidal ghost. They're still making yeah. out. Right? Oh, and it isn't like it in the be, bay. Yeah. It's like in three feet of water, you know. So I'm all wet. Stop yeah, but she, that. Right. Which is reasonable. So the problem with being a homicidal ghost is that you you push somebody's car into the dock and they they drown, but then they die in their ghost and they're gonna fucking chase after you. <laughs> That's right. It's an endless loop. So you want to? Yeah, you don't want to kill them. They'll become ghosts, and then you're stuck with them. So now she's like, it was very nice to meet you. Bye. You know, bye. Like, she's <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't do a Tank Kennedy joke. <laughs> something, something chap aquatic. Oh, no. That chap's an aquatic now. <laughs> that chap is an acquitic. Acquit, chap acquitic. That chap's acquitic, I'd say. Look at him. Doesn't he look quitic to you? That's chap acquitic, <laughs> guy. That's a long stretch, right? I don't know if that'll work. <laughs> chap acquit yeah. it? He gave up his job. He didn't even get the sack. A chap acquit it. Uh, okay, that doesn't work either. Okay, now we're going to have a wet t-shirt contest, and it's actually pretty fun. Oh, yeah. So it's Bikini's like we don't, have, we don't have a talent portion or a bikini portion. We're just stro strictly interested in the tits. Yay! <laughs> oh, looks like there's some dissension among the judges. Here he is from War Games. You loved him in War Games. Right. In, uh, trailer Park Girls, Boys. He was in Mouse Hunt, Harriet the Spy, Beethoven's Third. No, Beethoven's Second. Oh. It was the second sequel to Beethoven, huh? The first sequel, I should say. Yeah. He's doing a good yeah, job. Yeah, he used to drink a lot with Beethoven. Well, that's good. I don't think Mean Gene should MC his own room. That's right. Of course not. He's the owner. Yeah, that's bad news. Isn't this inappropriate, Michael? Oh, I'm so disappointed in this. A lot of time 
Whoa! He's got to cool himself off. It's so hot. <laughs> He's got his hand. He just can't up. wait. Oh, this is inappropriate, right. Michael. I disapprove of those <laughs> luscious, bodacious titties. No, Michael, <laughs> this is terrible. It's wrong. Terrible. Terrible. But They're natural, too. To oh, she won. <laughs> she won an award. Miss Gaudy? You're the prize. You look great. And a dollar ninety-eight. <laughs> the dollar ninety-eight beauty fashion show. Yeah, that show would be made now, or maybe it would. Get the prize. It's like an MTV show. Okay, now um, she go he goes. Excuse me, any time. Boink. <laughs> now, why? I forget why. Oh no no. Tell me. Okay. Sally Kellerman's going to basically push her in the drink, okay? And then she's going to push right. Rudy in the drink as if he jumped in to save her. And that'll set up a sexual tryst. He's going to save her anyway. Nope. Well, I don't know. Nope. She flicked him. Now, Mike, Paul, you see why this is cuckoo? Half the time she's like, you don't want to, you know, ruin this girl. And then the other half of the time she's like trying to make a hookup. It doesn't make sense. Right. She wants him. It's to like she's jealous of him. She kind of loves, loves him, but is also trying to get herself to heaven. But she seems yeah, she's got other to sleep with the bimbos. That's what Sally Kellerman wants. Well, the thing is, you always get girls like that if you're like, oh, weren't you on Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, Scary Movie 3. Now, imagine him really as like a 21-year-old, a 22-year-old. He must be loving the kissing and everything. <laughs> you know, he's a movie star now. This was his debut. Yeah, you don't think it's creepy they're, like, in this young guy to kiss all the women? No. While they film it? <laughs> I think it's very <laughs> normal. Very normal. Your trailer's the, the ready. Your trailer's ready, Mr. Dempsey. I'm a star. I'm a... Another day, another kissing. Mwah, mwah. <laughs> Keep this up, son. Well, he was a I'm Bridget Jones baby. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, oh, he was in Baby, huh? That's interesting. I've seen that one. I've seen all three. Come back. She writes a lot. So. Bridget Jones, half of it's her writing in the diary. It's kind of boring. Yeah, that's kind of boozy. I like your jiggly bits, I does. <laughs> I've got to hide all me jiggly bits. He's going to do it. Now, what Wait, is, is he, he find? The salami! Ah! You creep! I want my money back. So 
Salami Dick. He and likes now pizza. he's going to tell everyone on the beach, of course, and he'll be Salami Dick. He totally forgot he had salami in his hand. Right, and then he's going to be like, you told me to do it, Sally Kellerman, and she's like, you're an idiot. Story of my life. It must stink that salami. Does he have to clean the, uh, yeah, look at the special effects. Oh, I thought that was graffiti. That was just fine. Yeah, like you're going to, it's probably a stunt person dangling, right? I don't know how they did that. Why? This must be a cherry picker she's standing on. Right. Oh, uh, or maybe even just a, yeah, she's got to be standing right. Flatter. But this one, it's a, a cherry uh, it can't Maybe be she's dangling. Graphics. It can't be computer graphics. They gotta be dangling somewhere. Yeah. So now you think that's a stunt Kellerman? What's that? Is that a stunt Kellerman? That's what I mean. I think it must be right. I don't think they would risk her. Okay, more Mean Gene hilarity. But what we're learning here is Mean Gene is cheating on his old lady. Oh. Another day at the dock, and a guy gets pitched out, and they make their betting money. It's so weird. Better luck next time, does folks. The, does, the, does the girl even leave her house? Or she's no. too busy being courted? That's right. She's always up there. She's like Penelope in, in the Odyssey. Ulysses wants to go home and, sa and save her from the suitors. Well, it'll pay off why she's up there and never comes out. Should I ruin it for you? It's stupid. I don't know. We still got some time. She dies in the kind end. Of in. Oh, way to ruin the movie. In the end, Mean Gene uh, abused, you know, he goes too far one night and she dies. I told you the story that I had a job writing trivia questions for Austin Powers Operation Trivia. Uh -huh. And no, this is the one before. No, it was up. And this is uh, to coincide with the 1999 sequel. Okay. And uh, they said, what's your favorite movie? And I said, Meatballs 3. And they they hired me. And they said it was because I didn't pick Casablanca or something like that. <laughs> that's good. But I was, yeah, that's good. I mean, what other movie has a dead porn star trying to get a nerd laid so he, she can go back to heaven? Right, and why did I think we had already seen it? I, well, it's kind of a hack premise, I guess. I guess. You were thinking of the one from the music. Your school spirit, right? Right. See, I guess so. I took a look at that, and it's strange. You know, in my archive, I only have a text file of my research. I didn't have a recording from the station. I didn't huh. have a movie. I didn't have a YouTube, you know, thing. Okay, so now Mean Gene is shortchanging Rudy. And Rudy's going to be like, the fuck? Time to have sex with your girl. How, why'd you say that? Because she's going to lose his virginity to Mean Gene's girl. I, I got this movie. I see what's happening. But don't forget. Don't have to be Hitchcock. 
Well, I hate to burst your bubble, Mike, but uh, the the murder happens prior to him going upstairs, and he ends up with Wendy. Oh, all right. Wait, what murder? Fear in her apartment and consent to a mercy home. Well, that's good. That has, that's a win-win for him, for her, and for the dead prostitute uh, porn star. Yeah, and it is Sorry. a dark ending, you know, because Roxy goes to hell. But I do commend George Mendel yeah. for pulling it off. For making the turn to committing to it. So he's like, you shortchanged me, and the guy, he, you know, this guy's like tough shit, and it's really ugly. Yeah, awkward. So he goes, you're fired. And he goes, keep your money. So Mean Gene boots him his butt. And everyone laughs. It's humiliating. Well, I did a lot of that in this movie. That's the worst thing a uh, nerd virgin could be is humiliated. Oh, the sausage. Yeah, they threw a salami. Because he's salami dick. Didn't you get fired from a deli because you hit the salami? <laughs> yeah. He's hiding yeah. the salami. It was Kabika's, Kabika's Ocean Beach Deli. He got, he was. I'm, I'm wearing their shirt right now. You Kibika's are. Ocean, still moving. There's Wendy. Call Grubhub. <laughs> now, you might recognize Wendy because she was in Tremors 3. Right. That's if I saw Tremors 3. I think I stopped it too. And she was in Scanners too, The New Order. More blowing up head. And of course she's Canadian like Scan- that. Oh, Tremors. Uh, Carolyn Tremors. Rhea. Carolyn Rhea is totally Canadian. Wendy's totally Canadian. Right. Um, the guy who was in War Games, he was born in Brooklyn, but right away they moved to Montreal. He's Canadian. Um, the rat. Yeah. Uh, mean Gene is Canadian. It's all Canadian, including the director. Huh. You know, I love the Tremor movies because they always have like the Tremors 1 starring Kevin Bacon, Tremors 2 starring Fred Ward, <laughs> Tremors 3. We got Michael Gross. Michael Gross is in it. <laughs> the dad for uh, Family uh, Family Matters, whatever that show is called. Yeah. Not Family Matters, Growing Pain. No. What was the one with Alex P. Keaton? Alex Keaton was growing. uh, uh, With Michael J. Fox, right? Yeah, yeah, right. And and Michael Gross is the dad. So that was um, uh, (laughs) oh, that was Full House. (laughs) Yeah, it was Full House. You're right. Uh, listen, one of the highlights was, of San Francisco was visiting the Full House house and having no obstructions, no crowd, and no people shooing us away. Right. When we went at like 1230 at night, you said, okay, this is it. GPS, Full House house. <laughs> right. Three cattle of Brady. Yeah. <laughs> and we stopped off in this very kind of rich neighborhood and a quiet rich neighborhood, and you're like, I'll be right back, clickety-clack, click, 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 click. Pictures, pictures, Facebook, here I come. Text my son who loves that stupid show. Well, you know, the ironic thing is I live in the Fuller House house, and I never told you. Mm-hmm. Taking a photograph of my place. 
You know, they should have a quarantine episode of Full House where they're stuck in the house. That, all that wacky family. Yeah, Fuller House. Fuller and they're like, Fuller House shelter in place, like sheltered Fuller House in place. Yeah. And they all can't leave the house. They're all stuck at home. Do you like remember they're not so funny. Pilot, um, Life's Laugh Lessons? We're, we're rewriting, we're making a new pilot instead that is COVID. Right. Well, what's the pitch? Give me the pitch. Uh, it's basically the birth of the comedy school. Like, he's going to be a, you know, he he helps out this one comedian who's too scared to get on stage. And the guy's like, you should be a teacher. No, a professor. So he at this rinky-dink comedy club, he, he makes 25 people sign up. But then COVID hits and six show. And the next thing, they're on a virtual class and it's a virtual open mic. Right. Yeah, it's good. I love that. One of them. Yeah, I think. Socially distance, and guess what happens? Uh, He gets a set. He gets an audition for Colbert. Correct. He gets on the. He's on. He's a writer for Colbert, and he gets an audition. Right. You know why? Because that guy's an asshole. Nothing bad happens to him. You know. You know he's He is. Colbert is in Montclair, New Jersey. Yeah, that's where he lives. I know. Yeah, I did. I heard that he was interviewed by John Stewart at the Wilmot, uh, uh movie house at the theater. That sounds right. That's his kind of move. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the eighties, that was like a. It was a music hall that was turned into a multiplex, and they right. would show like Joysticks and Cujo. That was a great. I remember that theater? We used to go in there, and it was all. It looked like it would be a good, like, um, uh, you know, play a theatrical theater. Yeah, they used to be one screen. They showed Caligula for a full year, and they had enough money to turn it into a multiplex. John Kroll used to understand out there. Yeah, he would sneak out of the house and go see Caligula. Isn't that crazy that they showed Caligula in our neighborhood for a solid year? Like, our neighbors went there and jerked each other off. Okay, if you know the facts behind it. Well, come on. They they were open for 40, 54 weeks, right? Showing one movie in town. It Who's going to go? People from Glen Ridge? People from Bloomfield are going to come over? From Newark are going to come over? No, it's the, our neighbors. You know, you know my neighbors. They probably were there. My dad was probably there. Your dad was probably there, Carl. Oh, I'm sorry. I hate to break the news to you. It's Paul. <laughs> Where are you, Paul? There's Kenichi. It's yeah, it's Paul Vega Kenichi. Hey, oh, John Skolnick's here. Hey, high five, my man. Oh, not that hand. I'll high five your left hand. Oh, the Cobra Kai. <laughs> Time for the Cobra Kai. Yeah, they mean business. These guys are the snobs, not the slobs. Okay, so now the guys who are betting, they've hired a gigolo named Adonis, okay? And he's going to go up there, and he is going to score with her. Oh, did you see the boom mic? <laughs> really? There was a boom mic. Yeah. Fourth time I've seen this film, I did not see the – are you sure it wasn't that lamppost? Yeah, I'm sure because it was, it was a mic. It was a re- – yeah, and you know mics, Mike. Yeah, I'm well versed in mics. Remember, we watched that movie that um, uh, it's too hot. No, uh, they're playing with fire, and she had the boom mic on the stage as a singer. <laughs> yeah, that was that was an easy fix. 
You know, that, that was a quick shoot that day. It's got a lot of hits, that stupid movie. Well, it's because we have a screen grab of uh, uh, Sybil Danning. It yeah. looks terrific. But you don't think people are searching by the, you know, like by maybe they're they're searching like can the flat Earth get coronavirus and then suddenly it pops up. You might like this picture of a girl with <laughs> in a bikini. Lawaflabot. I do. What the fuck is Lawaflabot? <laughs> okay. Oh, is that the one week ago we listed it two thousand views and change. Yeah. That's wow, plus in one week. Okay, now we find out that Adonis was a stud, but he was a, you know, for a bull and to stud cows. And he's like, I grew up in the city, you idiots! So they thought they hired a gigolo, but they hired a farmhand's uh, prize bull to impregnate the cows. Right, that good old bull semen. That semen is... So they lost. Yeah. Okay. Now, Wendy, for some reason, goes and finds Mean Gene and says, I just want you to know they're, you know, doing a sacrifice and it's the love goddess, you know, your girlfriend. Oh, weird. Here he goes. <laughs> Why he dressed like a teddy bear? They're doing like a weird ass ceremony because they're weirdo biker people. Oh, they were going to sacrifice her, but now they got to go back to the. Now, All right. what does Wendy no. get for snitching? They like kidnap her and like roughhouse her. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what happened to snitches. Okay. Now. Rudy has decided he's going to go upstairs and fuck the love goddess to get back at Mean Gene. And she doesn't want Sally Kellerman's help. She has to do this on his own. Right. No ghost antics. Meanwhile, downstairs, they're getting, like, the Adonis is out. So the guy, you know, our heavy, our bad guy, he's going to be the one to go upstairs. Wow. For the betting yeah, these guys are all just not believable. This is what the life was like without a cell phone. Boring. <laughs> Making up weird bets. Right. Look how she has a dot matrix printer. I know. I could hear it from down here. And a cathode ray oh, monitor. No. Okay. We're now meeting the love goddess. And she is just – her name's Shannon Tweed, and this is the only thing she was ever in. But she is – Furious. Uh, maybe I'm not right about that. Poor Shannon Tweed, but I don't know. I didn't write anything down. Nothing grabbed me. But it's really Mean Gene's yeah. sister. Oh, so some weird ancestral thing. Sharon Tweed is married to Gene Simmons, right? Right, right. Uh, I don't know why in the world I didn't uh, write that down. Yeah, she's on their reality show, that Kiss reality show with Gene Simmons. Boy, I really missed the news story there. I should have done a lot of research on this. I probably would have had some great well, stuff no, to say about her. Yeah, well, she's been around in different stuff. 
Uh-oh. I wasted my time Wait with a minute. Kellerman. That was, Dolly Kellerman was interesting. Okay. So, oh, Roxy's like, I couldn't resist, kid. Roxy, I told you to get out of here. So we found <laughs> out that it's the sister, and she never comes out because she's working on her PhD. <laughs> In what? What to do if they're quarantined? Sociology. So I never left the house before anyone. Okay, Rudy kicked her out, right? But he still takes advantage of the situation she created. Yeah, no shit. Even though he's like, I got to do this on my own. Look at this guy. What a professional actor. Now they're up there. Yeah. Going, oh, shit, he's giving us the hands up. Kick. Whoa. Is he going to wake up now? Is he going to be unfrozen in time? Otherwise, he drowned. Why were they frozen in time, but the people outside the house were not? Wouldn't be stuck in time would stop at all time? Maybe time started when he kicked the kid? I don't know. Good question, Mike. These are perplexing questions, and that's why we have the expert Paul Brumba. Paul, explain it to me. Now, you'll have to refresh my memory on what I'm I'm, uh, telling you about. I was actually just uh, shouting you guys out on Facebook. Why time frozen up in the apartment for the love goddess, but meanwhile outside everyone was milling around. Time was running fast. Yeah, if a Paul, if a ghost stops time, doesn't that mean all of time and every location is frozen or just in the apartment? Right. <laughs> I think only in that dimension, guys, if you're looking for clarification, only in that current dimension. All right. Thank you, Dr. Brumbaugh. Thank yeah. you, Dr. Brumbaugh. By the way, we're being joined by Christine and Dakota. Uh-huh. Oh, hey. Hi to both. Okay, so now you guys are currently watching this on the back porch, so. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's post-apocalyptic. Mean Gene is now coming back from the ceremony, and he is going to rave, you know, just beat the crap out of whoever's up there in that room. Now, the love goddess realizes that he had nothing to do with the betting, so she's pretending to have sex with him. So that everyone outside wow. thinks he's a stud. I'm telling you, they have nothing to do in this town. They must have all fucked each other, got herpes, and then said, what else can we do? They do look special. Yeah, maybe they're inbreeding. Don't they have day jobs? Everyone downstairs. Summer like, camp. Screw her, screw her. There he is! The, the, ta-da! I'm on Grey's Anatomy. I am on (laughs) Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, little guy. Man, I've had dogs that showed less ribs. (laughs) (laughs) Now, was that that a ghost? What's the guy's name? Deason in uh, Eddie Deason. Stuff. Yeah, that guy. Eddie. Right. Yeah. He was in Surf too. Yes. Uh oh. Yeah. Look at that guy's a punk rocker. Bull is getting crazy, and he's snapped free. He's free. 
The market is bullish. Look at that. They got a camera on the bull. Where's he running to? Everyone get out of the way. They're running with the bulls. Oh, no. They're going into the China shop. You idiot. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I took my pet bull into a China shop. That was a big mistake. It cost a lot of money. Big mistake. <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> what was it like? Well, I was like, heel, you had boy, to... heel. He couldn't help himself. Oh, yeah. He was like, uh, how can you put it? A bull in a China shop? <laughs> that, that would be the right expression in English. So everybody is jumping out of the way and crashing into the water, but not Mean Gene. He's singly focused. Oh, he's going to make sure his sister's uh, valor is restored. Now, that was an incredible I've video effect with the rolling screen. Now, yeah, I know. Back up there, and they're like, "Your time is up, and you didn't do it." And so now the devil comes and says, "Hey, I give you a four picture deal." Wow, you were right. She is going to hell. And the devil looks like an old producer that screwed her over. Now I'm real sorry, Roxy. Let's see. Wow. That's what my devil looks like. Some poor yeah. shark in the shark suit. Mean Gene. So now we're going to get jokes like, you're overreacting. It's because you eat red meat. And it's kind of dumb, but I'm going to. Here we go. So she's just nagging him. He sounds like Chewie from Star Wars. Right. Was that <laughs> Yeah. Did you see that hilarity? I don't know. Under his feet. Yeah, now the guy's got his. This movie throws he even throws the kitchen sink. Has huh? everything including. Right, everything including the kitchen sink. He headbutted the wall. Uh, dry, the drywall is he's stuck. Why does he live there? Like the roof gets broken and the walls are paper mache. Right, and it fell on he his thing and then the hole. Yeah, right let, on his salami. You gotta let me help this kid. Sign right here, Roxy. Okay, I'll give you an eight picture <laughs> deal. Eight pictures. All right, Roxy. I just spoke to the man upstairs, and he'll give you one more chance. You have a moral oh, dilemma, oh, Roxy. Don't listen to her, Roxy. Time with me. You gotta help that kid, Roxy. Have you no heart? Bonk. Wow. Well, Karen Boy, I really dropped the ball on researching her, right? Mm. She's on Twitter, don't you know Sharon tweets? I I guess. <laughs> right. So she well, has a game. Oh, so fine. Listen, this is my research. It's great. Patrick uh, Dempsey, right? When he was a kid, he participated in juggling competitions. In '81, he made second place at International Jugglers Association. 
matched uh, behind Anthony Gatto, who is considered to be the best technical juggler of all time. Oh, wow. What a show. Okay, I would that have makes sense, too, contest. because... That makes sense, too, because he's juggling girls. Well, no, because, again, it's the movie you haven't seen, Carl. Uh, uh, Can't Buy Me Love, he does juggling in it, too. I'm like, wow, he's a really Hmm. good dancer and juggler. Perfect. Interesting. He juggles, too, in that movie in World War II. He juggles the wives of the uh, servicemen fighting the war. Yo, he's supporting the he's troops, supporting. Mike. You don't appreciate his work. You know who appreciated it is the troops' wives because, man, is he really um, – yeah, he's a great American. Look at that. Gene's giving him back the seven bucks. Sorry, right, short change you. You sure did kick my ass. And he's, de- and he's definitely juggling more like than pizza and lover boy. He's I want you to have this ugly sign. He's offering that he get the tattoo of the biker gang. You're one of us now. Look at that sign. Well, they think Ugh. he banged. Uh, the All the girls like want to see him. Who's he looking for? What are you looking oh, at? Oh, nobody. Her? I'm looking at the most beautiful girl on the dock. Hey, Wendy, before I shower, you want to do it? <laughs> you know, long walk off the short pier. He's advi- Sally's advising her. Yeah. He can see this ghost magic doesn't make a lick of sense. Now she can talk to somebody else? Yeah. It goes, oh, she's trying to get Wendy the loose yeah. over, didn't he? No means yes. Right. No means yes. Yeah, Paul, I was going to mention, I read a book about the teen sex comedies of the 80s, and in the preface, the guy says these films have these really morally wrong situations, but you could see growing up why like a guy like... Uh, yeah. Brett Kavanaugh uh, behaves the way he does. It's because of these movies. And they, they specified Kavanaugh in the, in the, pro, in the introduction. And I, th- I thought that was kind of meaningful because it's true. Like, these guys think you could do it just because these movies kind of promote it. Movies tell stories and stories tell culture. Yeah, that's true. Uh-oh, sign of the times. End <laughs> of an era. Oh, I did all right. I think I'll like it up here in heaven. You're my real girlfriend now. But the thing is, yeah, we're, we're going to hang around the dock until he rings her bell. Interesting. Creepy ghost. This is the first time someone's going to lose a virginity without a family member ghost watching. Some stranger ghost. Like incest porn on the internet. I guess. What? Are you talking about that? Oh, never mind. Listen, all you haven't noticed that all the porn there's so much incest porn. I don't think I noticed. Oh, Michael. Okay, well, I got interested. <laughs> I've, I've read. I've read about that. There is a lot of that. Yes. Oh, look at uh, their yeah. editing it. There goes the credits. 
So she's in heaven. She's in heaven. What else? There's no more story to tell. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, that has look been the, Meatball Look at the credits. Movie. They're jiggling more. Those credits are jiggling more than Sally Kellerman was in that last scene. <laughs> oh, yeah, or that wet t-shirt contest we watched. Uh, but mercifully, there are end credits. Paul Brumbaugh, great to have you on the show. What do you think of this movie? Very interesting. Like I said, I must have seen it, or at least parts of it, at one point, because some of it seems so memorable, and then other parts, no, not at all. Yeah. So what did I think? Very interesting. You guys always serve up an interesting quiz, and here's a movie I still can't figure out if I've seen it before or not. Interesting. Yeah, well, did you have cable in the 80s? Did you have a Blockbuster membership in the 90s? Yes, I did. Uh, yes, I did, and yes, I did. I sold cable it's in the 80s and, uh, and, and, and knew a friend at work for Blockbuster in the 90s, yes. So chances are you did see this film. Carl, what do you think of this movie, Meatball 3, Summer Job? Um, I thought it was uh, okay. It, it was good for your show. Just like Paul was using the word interesting because, you know, you can't say it was good. But your show, a lot to talk about. Really good. I missed Gene Simmons' wife or girlfriend. I missed that. That screwed up. But other well, than that, I did not really nothing. Well, well, I think this movie is the greatest movie ever. The greatest movie ever? Yeah, much better than uh, Meatballs 4. Much better than Meatballs 1. Okay. Again, oh. Meatballs 1. Bill Murray. I'm not ready for the baby. summer. <laughs> I'm not ready for the good Are times. That was not a good time. Idea. No, if it's Meatballs 3. Fireflies or something, something. There's a whole lot of fooling around. All right, well, that was Meatballs 3 okay. uh, with, and, and with Carl, Mike, and Paul Brumbaugh, uh, whose podcast is called The Edge of Insanity, and you should subscribe to it or listen to miniradio.fm at noon on Sundays, Pacific Standard Time, to hear him followed by us. Next week, I don't have a trailer for this movie, Carl. Okay. I can make one up on the spot. I'll make one up on the spot. It is the 1978 uh, car repo classic, zero to sixty. He was a repo man. Hey, buddy, you're taking my car. It worked in the, uh, Los Angeles. Hiya, honey, you're taking my car. Things go crazy. Zero to sixty. Rated to G. Rated 1978 G. <laughs> All right, well, that was the trailer for next week's movie with Darren uh, Darren McGavin. It's called Zero to Sixty. And I don't have a trailer for it, but uh, other than the one I had to come up on the spot. Can you come up with a trailer on the spot, Carl, for Zero to Sixty, next week's movie? Zero to Sixty. He was a repo man in Los Angeles, and it's not that repo man movie. Hey, you're taking my car. Should be filled, lady. <laughs> not repo man this summer. Rated 1978G. Uh, Paul, can you do a trailer to next week's movie, Zero to Sixty? In a world where people would buy cars but couldn't pay for them. It's Repo Man. <laughs> if you know the title of your film, press one! <laughs> That's old. <laughs> That's bad. Oh, it's really folk guy. Excellent.
U.S. record in the world. <laughs> you pressed Repo Man. Thank you. So, yeah, the so next week's movie is, I love it. That's perfect. So you just heard three trailers for next week's movie, not Repo Man, 0 to 60, 1978. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, audience. Thank you, Kat, who's in my house, who kids uh, was very calm during this whole thank thing. You. And uh, we'd love – thank you, audience. Keep listening to us. We'll be back next week for Shersies. Uh, you could go to Venmo and can donate to the station. I know they have a GoFundMe. If you could type in Muni Radio at GoFundMe, we're like $1,000 shy to reach our goal because, uh-huh. you know, the world went tilt. Anyway, enough about that. Hope you guys are great. We'll see you next – Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French not the Now let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Michael What my dog said. <laughs> Pablo. Dog get enthusiasm. Open up the laboratory. Y'all don't see me on the app no more. Wolf pack. Hit him with the bell and they wolf pack. On day nine, studying canines, buddy. I made them great findings with famous science in the name of psychology. Women be all over me, son. Same way collies breed. Your hypothesis lack teeth. But please know all these puppies react to me. Causality, working with dogs, challenging. I have an allergy, no solitude, a howling peace. Family of the Malamut. All hours, tweaking the project how I want. Tempering budget, dwindling, barely eat it all. Money getting short, stress long as a wiener dog. Where my fox go, hardly seen a y'all. In the clearance stands a boxer though. Is you finishing that meat or not? Try quantum attack beyond it. Paradox is paralyzed the mind and left the catatonic. 
play around with your hounds, Leveray and Tabby. Chillin' Cheshire Kitty, mystery of the Tabby. Eating chicks, playing cat and mouse. Am I in the lab or tearing up a box from the back of the house? No, it's inside a package that count. Uncaged, unleashed with my pride, all a master round. Tiger style, precise location in the tournament. Bread for the butterfly effect, you ever heard of it? Them cats fail to show appearing invertebrate. Multiple realities rise of the lizard people. Felines we be fine feeding off injured sheeple. Kidding is all just spinning a yarn. You can't handle me. Get your dog show ding ding ding, they be hitting the gong.
The Sound of Musical Curiosity. I'm your host, Bear. Welcome to the show, or as Sean from Bughouse likes to call it, fuck off, The Sound of Musical Curiosity, which works for me as well. If you are following us from the previous two hours, then you know what's going to happen these next two hours. But if you're just joining from my show, we're doing something a little bit differently where we are playing me, Sean, and two other uh, mutiny alumni. And Yuri G. Yes, and Yuri G. Uh, we are playing all cuts from debut albums. And I'm going to start off the second half of this show with a record and a song that needs no introduction for those that are musically educated. But for those that are not, I will just say it comes from the album Horses. So let's get to it on Pop Off, The Sound of Musical Curiosity. Jesus died for somebody's sins, but not mine. Milton, hot thieves, wild cord on my sleeve, thick heart stone. My sins, my own, they belong to me. Me. Here she comes, coming through my door. Here she comes, coming up. 